Hello, hello. We are re- broadcasting from the furthest reaches of space. Welcome to Trivia Escape Pod. I am your host, Julius Aronson. And I am Ross White. While we are searching for a hospitable planet, we are broadcasting trivia across the galaxy, and we have got a great show for you today. We've got our buddy, Engineer Rachel. She is below decks, and for the second week in a row, working on getting our engines fully operational so that we can find a planet that we feel good about. So, you know, maybe this week we'll figure out a way to get enough points into our AI system that gives us some propulsion and get off of this escape pod onto some solid land. Yeah, we can only hang on to hope. We've, I think I've counted that same star out the window maybe like eight times over now. I think, we, I think we're going in circles. We're just going in circles. We are joined today by our pod cat Spock, who has come up through his cat door from the below decks where engineer Rachel is feeding him something. He looks he looks sassy this week. It, he's eyeing my purse like he really wants to hop in it. As, you know what? I'm pretty sure he's going to like give it a good sniff and then chew on the edges, so beware. Oh, he, he's a chewer. If you give him a cardboard box, he'll get in the box and then chew the edge of the box and like tear off a piece and spit it out onto the floor. <laughs> He's making box art. <laughs> Seriously, I should put pictures of this uh, up on the Trivia Escape Pod uh, oh my God, Twitter please at some do. point. Yeah, because I mean, it's it's really fantastic box <laughs> art. So we're going to be asking trivia questions in four rounds to test our listeners' knowledge and occasionally their lateral thinking. You never really know when we're going to make contact with a special guest. And if any of you guys want to play along over at home, if this broadcast is reaching Earth, um, go ahead, play along, keep your score, and tweet us your scores. And you might get a little shout out on our Twitter. This week's intro music was Good Day by Da Ripa featuring Donny Ozone. Oh man, my favorite. I don't think that that is going to be our permanent music. I think that was our strongest contender so far, though. That's the only one that I haven't truly minded. I don't know. I kind of liked being stuck in an elevator last week. Oh God, last week's was too far for me. (laughs) Really just felt like purgatory. So what's been good in your stasis bed this week? Um, nothing super duper exciting. Um, got to get my boyfriend to watch Princess and the Frog. I, I genuinely love that movie. I don't think he was a super huge fan of it, but he was like, eh, it makes her happy. It's He's fine. He's not a super huge fan because he is an adult man. Uh, I want to beg to differ, but no, you're probably <laughs> right. I'm a child. I look forward to him listening to this podcast back on Earth and being like, oh, that's what she really thinks of me. (laughs) It's nothing against him. He has genuine normal opinions about a child's movie. (laughs) Um, That's pretty much all that's been going on with me, Ross. (laughs) That's good to know. (laughs) My life has not been that exciting. Uh, no, I mean, it's not like uh, there's a whole lot to do while you're stuck in stasis. I've spent the week basically just designing a book. That's been like my whole week. Oh, yeah. Aren't you trying to make it look like the page is ripping out or something? I Yeah. So I tried to learn the Photoshop filter for, yeah, to make it look like there's something torn away and you're seeing underneath. So mm-hmm. that when you look at the cover, you're seeing the title page. Mm. 
that does sound like it'd be cool. Yeah, I don't think I'm actually going to uh, pull it off or even use that effect if I can figure it out. But it seemed like it'd be good to know new Photoshop skills. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because, I mean, I am just working up to the point at which I can put my head onto Tom Hiddleston's body. <laughs> or Tom Hiddleston's head on your body. That's actually the other part of that. Yes. Yeah. and Like, um, it's, the head's got to go somewhere. Yeah, no, it's going to go on my body. <laughs> and I do not know which half of that picture I'm going to fantasize about more. I mean, isn't it kind of like the mermaid thing of, like, which half do you want? <laughs> exactly Uh, actually i'm going to put tom hiddleston's head on a mermaid body that sounds good yep i'm sure the internet has already done that but yep if they if they haven't already by the time we go on and check the response to this podcast we'll probably have like 15 of those in our inbox (laughs) so send us your pictures of tom hiddleston's head on a mermaid body hashtag mermaid monday (laughs) y'all Uh, we're at triviaescapepod at gmail.com that just seems like um, a good thing to send us as we hurtle through space with nothing else to do. I already get so many images of Danny DeVito so just why not add that into the mix too you know I'm glad you mentioned that because I had great fun uh, as I mentioned last week I was out in uh, Colorado and I went to Bob's Atomic Burger in Golden Colorado and they assign uh, a, a celebrity name so that when you place your order they they just hand you a celebrity name and then they walk around the restaurant and they're like julia roberts captain marvel uh like you know um and so everyone's like oh i feel awesome i'm i'm a super famous person i'm getting my food uh and they they came roaring outside and they're like danny devito and i'm like it me (laughs) yes (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you sent me a picture of your sweet little niece holding up a name that just says Danny DeVito. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, my niece thought it was great because once I described to her who Danny DeVito was, she was instantly like, he sounds amazing. Uh, he is amazing. I may have oversold him a little bit. Never. Never. If anything, he's undersold. Julia, we've got something on the radar. Uh, yeah, it looks like someone else is floating through space in an escape pod. How do... How does that work now? Um, let's perform the docking maneuver. I feel like we see a lot of other people's escape pods, but I'm going to analyze the passenger manifest on this one. All right, and I'll open the airlock. Well, look at this. She's a researcher, she's an archer, and she's on our escape pod. It's Rebecca Knight. Hello. Hi. <laughs> the slow build. Hello. <laughs> Have to build up the suspense. It was very suspenseful because we were like, is <laughs> she, has she been frozen? Does she have a frog in her throat after all this time? Does space? she even speak English? Does You're she... assuming that I know what you are, what you guys are saying. Well, the passenger manifest said, yes, she does speak English. Okay. Yeah. But if not, you know, we actually have a universal translator on board. Oh, fancy. Yeah. It's yeah, our, like, it's our like cat. Those things. <laughs> he yes. speaks many languages. But uh, he only speaks asshole to us. That is true. <laughs> um, so, Rebecca, it's funny that we see you in space because you're coincidentally also kind of my work wife. <laughs> kind of, sort of, am, yeah. Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen you. It's been a whole 24, 48 hours. Uh, give or take, yeah. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> too like long. Forever. Too long, nonetheless. Absolutely too long. Um, so, from my perspective, Rebecca is not only a magnificent human being, but also a coffee connoisseur and probably the most likely to survive a zombie apocalypse. Oh, thank you. Because uh, not only... Do you run hella fast, but also you just somehow know professional archery? You know, it just always sounded interesting. So I finally got the chance to pick it up in uh, my undergraduate training. 
back on Earth. Obviously, haven't gotten the chance to do much shooting up here. In yeah, my I feel like pod. I feel like you'll like hit the airlock or something, and then yeah. that'll just be a bad time for everyone. Yeah, we just we 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 don't talk about what happened to Dave last last week. Oof, That's oof. Sad. Is that why there's duct tape all over your window? I will not confirm or deny that. Sounds good. The nice thing about space archery, though, is that when you fire the arrow, it just keeps going. <laughs> it doesn't stop. It's a it's a question like, is it going to hit something? Is it going to hit anything? Is it just going to keep going for forever? I'm kind of tempted to mark it like you used to mark. You know how you would find like box turtles and mark them with nail polish, like to see how far they could get? I didn't know that with turtles. I know you do like the Where's George thing on a dollar bill. Yeah, it's kind of similar to that, but it's a turtle. With live beings. Of a dollar bill. <laughs> so I've thought about doing that with my arrows, just seeing if I ever come across them again. Years or millennia. I feel the like they would be yours because who else would be doing this? I want to find out because I want to be best friends with them. <laughs> I gotta admit, Where's George is fascinating to mm-hmm. me though because occasionally you'll get a bill that's been in circulation for ever and you're like, whoa, this thing has been, and it's been in like 38 countries mm-hmm. and you're like, what? Money has an amazing life. It really does. Yeah, like when you find a penny from like 1960, you just wonder like, where did this come from? I actually have one from 1911, and it's one of my most prized possessions. That's surprisingly badass. I really respect that. <laughs> what is on a 1911 penny? Were they doing buffalo still? It's, it's one of the point? wheat pennies. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. There was wheat on pennies? Yeah, there was wheat, like little wheat circles on the back of it. Oh, wild. Didn't know that. Yeah, mm-hmm. back in the early days, they were like, well, we... We got some wheat. No, this might look okay uh, on a coin. So, <laughs> um, All right, Rebecca. So here are the rules to our trivia. We have provided you with a pen and paper, all and right, we're going right. to ask you some questions. Now, um, our intelligence scanners will give you points for each answer you get correct, but our AI kind of has a sense of humor along with it. So if you know you're going to be wrong, try to be funny, and the AI might give you some ha-ha pity points. I could take some pity points. <laughs> round and one today is a general knowledge round, Rebecca. So oh we're going to test all of your knowledge of generals. Yes, uh, just generals, just army generals. Perfect. Uh-huh. All right, so Patton and... Cornwallis. Oh, yeah. Petraeus. Grant. Oh, yeah. Good. All right, well, that those are all the correct <laughs> yep. answers. And let's Perfect. Perfect. round two. See you all next week. This is going great. <laughs> all right, no, for uh, general... Uh, trivia of round one we're going to go over all the questions and you're going to write down your answers and then we'll go back and check in with your answers so that people at home can play along um question number one what was the first food ever to be microwaved which you gotta admit like it's kind of amazing that someone's like oh i have this device that is going to shake the molecules of something i'll eat that thing that was a bold move i gotta say that could have gone horrifically it really in the opposite have. direction and i'm gonna clarify that this is the first food to ever intentionally be microwaved because when i asked this one at linda's people got mad saying like apparently the creator had some different food in his pocket and that got microwaved in the process when it was in his pocket oh. so this is with the intention of being microwaved it's, you know, that unintentional pocket microwave. Yeah, <laughs> it's, really. It's a problem for me even today. I can't believe so many people knew that to like riot against me because I just genuinely didn't know that. Uh, they, they must be friends with that guy. It's a very specific <laughs> bit of knowledge. It really is. Very specific. <laughs> Rebecca, question number two. Kids' toys today keep getting fancier. 
but let's take it back. I want you to name the three tasks of the original Bop It. <laughs> Which a surprisingly uncomplicated toy. It had three tasks. And it tells you the instructions as the game goes. Very simple. Um, you would think. <laughs> you get those more fancy, complicated ones. You can't know. Yeah, aren't there ones that have like... 14 different functions yeah, that was on it. Bop it pro. Is that really a thing? <laughs> no, I don't think so. It'd um, be awesome though to take a bunch of kids' toys and just slap pro on it and be like, it has so many more features. Can you imagine like a bop it light where the only command is boppin'? <laughs> you just repeatedly push one. <laughs> you just repeatedly push one button. <laughs> All right, Rebecca. Number three. This has three parts to it, so go ahead and do it. 3A, B, and C. Oh, boy. Um, so everyone loves little baby animals. Um, but do we know what some of them are called? So I'm going to name an animal, and you tell me what a baby one is called. This is the cutest question I've ever been asked. <laughs> uh, 3A, a porcupine. Baby porcupines. Cute and dangerous. <laughs> yes. They don't know where to put the quills. Um, 3B, a fox. And in addition to telling us what a baby fox is called, tell us what does the fox say? Um, it says no, no, something like that. I don't even know. I don't. That thing is so old. I don't even remember what how it went anymore. Fox screams actually sound disturbingly human-like. They do. They really do. I almost peed myself one time on a hike because I heard a fox. It's bad news to watch a slasher movie and then go outside when foxes are around. Absolutely. Yeah. My roommate and I made the mistake of watching Taken right before then. So, oh no. It's not something I would recommend doing before going on a hike. <laughs> um, 3C, Echidna. What the fuck is that? Right. <laughs> I would like to know as well what the hell is an echidna? Um, it's what Knuckles is in Sonic the Hedgehog. That's what the red that guy is. That is not helping me at all. <laughs> do you um, know they weigh like those <laughs> knuckles? Yes, that's what. <laughs> I haven't heard. I haven't heard about these knuckles in years. Is do you know they weigh? Um, do you know they weigh? Do you know they weigh? Um. So yeah, they're they're like hedgehog like. They're roughly the same size as one. Um. I just suggest you go look one up. Uh, fair enough. I would not have even known how to spell echidna. Did not know those were real. Were it not on my screen, which of course Rebecca cannot see. Rebecca, question number four. What 90s TV show has every episode title start with, quote, the one where? I think she's got that one. She just gave me a big old wink like, uh, you're in my wheelhouse now. (laughs) Also, going back to what an echidna looks like, it kind of looks like the love child of a porcupine and a pangolin. (laughs) A what? A pangolin? Pangolins? I know what pangolins are. They they always look like they're about to deliver bad news to somebody because they always have (laughs) a little pause together like this. That meme of one going like, sire, bad news. My lord. The prisoners have escaped. (laughs) Ross is just looking at us like, why did I bring these two together? We're um, actually the same person. So we get confused for each other all the time. Yep. Um, all right. Number five, Rebecca. In 1839, the word okay became mainstream off of a joke abbreviation. What was okay meant to represent? Oklahoma. No, it's not. It's not Oklahoma. <laughs> Rebecca, question number six. The internet is... A weird place where some things should just not exist. 
Google suggestions have been coming up with strange stuff, so help me sort out if this is a real porn parody name or a fake porn parody (laughs) that someone will then make into a real porn almost immediately when we complete this question. Yep. (laughs) Oh, God, I can't believe the AI is making me read these. I don't don't think we should have given our Twitter handle and then suggest, hey, send us stuff after this question. All right, so this is a four-part question. So I've got four titles of porn movies. You just have to tell me if they're real or fake. Uh, 6A, 10-inch mutant ninja turtles. (laughs) 4B, beauty and the bestiality. I really hope that's false. I really hope that's false. 4C, I mean, it's fair to hope that all of these are fake. (laughs) This is a good statement. 4C, Hori Potter and the Sorcerer's Balls. (gasps) Which is like the porn title that a 12-year-old would come up with. Uh, And 6D, Nightmare Before XXXmas. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) My childhood just took a little bit of a hit. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if you're supposed to say triple Xmas. I read it as XXXmas, but I don't know. I don't think I've ever actually heard other porn titles read out loud, so I don't know how you're supposed to read that. <laughs> it is. Uh, it's really disturbing to think about that one either way, because that's a Tim Burton movie, and Tim Burton movies are already fucked up enough. Mm-hmm. So adding in a porn element, of course, I guess somebody did Edward Penis Hands back. Oh, in the wait, day. Uh, what? Is yeah. this a real? That's is this a, a real. Yeah, name? that was a real. Oh. One. That exists. Yeah. It's like that Cards Against Humanity card, Dick Fingers. Ah. <laughs> I need an adult. That's, I think that's the derivation for sure. <laughs> oh. Number seven. All right, number seven. Uh, pineapple is the most divisive pizza topping known to man. Um, what country, uh, in what country was Hawaiian pizza invented? So is it true that if you just throw pineapple on something, you're like, oh, it's Hawaiian now. We had empanadas for lunch today, and they had a Hawaiian empanada. And we were unable to determine what was inside other than probably pineapple. I, I feel like if like for a Hawaiian pizza, I think it also needs to include ham and like one other thing, maybe onion. Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe like a Vidalia onion. Maybe. On hmm. I, I know that ham is involved. And as tempted as the the Hawaiian empanada sounded, I don't think I would want ham in an empanada. Um, no, ham in an empanada is good. I've had ham in an empanada. That's that's tasty. That's I've never fair. had pineapple in an empanada. I have never had pineapple in an empanada. I could try empanada. that. I've also never had poi in an empanada. Ooh. That might be the last that's a fish, right? ingredient. Is Isn't it? poi a fish? I, th- is it? I thought poi was like a, a goopy flour liquidy kind of thing. Maybe I'm thinking of koi. <laughs> you might be thinking of koi. <laughs> I might be thinking of porridge. So. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. It doesn't sound appetizing either way. Yeah. I want an oatmeal-filled empanada. Uh, what is your opinion on pineapple on pizza, Rebecca? It absolutely belongs there. Thank you. Sweet and sour together? Like the sweet and the salty? Yes. Please. Pineapple and Long onion help. and pepperoni. Yes. So good. So good. Ross, what about you? Judgment I, rides on this answer. I am allergic to tomatoes, so I don't eat a lot of pizza. That is really tragic. I did that not is, know that. That yeah. is tragic. Yeah. So when I when I eat pizza, I have to get it without uh, without tomato. Oh, and no. and honestly, Hawaiian, I'm fair to middling. Sorry. Fair to okay. Mid- but it might be that the tomato is what makes it great. I could stand by that opinion. I can yeah. respect that. Yeah. All right. Um, Rebecca, are you ready to go over your round one answers? We're going to find out, fam. Let's do it. All right. Fam-a-lam. Uh, all right. Number one, what was the first food ever to be microwaved? Let's say it's a potato. It's not a potato. Oh, 
Damn. <laughs> we were looking for popcorn. That was my second guess. <laughs> Damn it. I like potato, though, uh, because they probably, with a potato, would have been like, well, this fucking thing doesn't work because it takes so damn long. Oh. It takes like eight minutes to cook a potato. But it takes even longer in the oven, so I would think that, like, oh, we created this magical box that you put food into and it heats it up. Potatoes faster now, but apparently I was wrong about their priorities. I wonder if they did popcorn first and they were like, "Oh, sweet, a minute and a half. This thing is this thing is cooking. This is great." And then stuck a potato in. They were like, "Potatoes are impervious to our new adventure." <laughs> so potatoes just suck in general. <laughs> Number two, kids' toys today keep getting fancier. To take us back, name the three tasks of the original Bop It, Rebecca. I am going to say twist it. That is correct. Pull it. That is correct. And bop it. Bop it is the third. Hey. I would have been really sad if you got the others, but not bop it. It's been like, tap it. Tap it. Like, I'll tap, like, I'll tap that. But, you know. <laughs> that tap it is definitely in Bop It Pro. Okay. Okay. Uh, I can respect that. Yeah. I can respect that. All and, right. Uh, and fry it is Bop It Platinum. <laughs> um, number three, about baby animals. Uh, so I named you an animal, and you had to tell me what a baby one of that animal is called. Um, what is a baby porcupine called? I will probably get this entirely wrong, but I guessed a porklet. You're not terribly off. It's a porcupet. Oh. <laughs> that I had sounds a, like I had something. a porklet for dinner last night. <laughs> it's just delicious. <laughs> Um, what is a baby fox called? I think it's called a kit. You are correct. It is a kit. Oh. And then uh, lastly, an echidna. No flipping idea. So I said kidney. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a, called a puggle. Oh, obviously, I should have known that. I think the AI wrote that question just to hear us say the word puggle. 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 We need to hear grown adults say the word puggle. Did Did you know that a group of pugs is called a grumble? See, I would have guessed that a group of pugs was called a puggle. Nothing makes sense to me anymore. But a grumble of pugs? How awesome is that? I still like a murder of crows, personally. Oh, yeah, that, that so does take my number one vote. Crash, my crash of rhinos. Or, so I call my wife Ladybug and have discovered Aww. that the collective noun for ladybug is a loveliness of ladybug. Are you serious? Oh. I got so many romance points That's when adorable. I found that That's yeah. cheese ball. It's oh It my. almost uh, has me forgiven for calling her bug most of the time, which is really not that flattering. <laughs> I still think bug is, kinda, I, bug is kind of cute. It's kind of cute, yeah. but when you don't know somebody and they're they're calling their wife, hey, bug. Uh, I always know. just thought it was short for love bug. That's uh, what I would have guessed. That's my ladybug. Aww. Number four. Or what 90s TV show has every episode title start with the one where I'll be there for you. It's friends. Yeah, I can't sing. I won't subject you to that. It's <laughs> all right. Ross had me sing Lady Gaga a couple weeks ago. Oh, very nice. Well, that was to get me to stop singing Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> so you got 50 points for that one. Here's number five. Uh, in 1839, the word OK became mainstream off of a joke abbreviation. What was OK meant to represent? Oh, no, kill me. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, it, uh, it that was, was like a an... sentiment not popular till 2016, <laughs> actually. It was, uh, originally in like ye old phrasings, oh short for all correct, O-L-L-K-O-R-R-E-C-T. So like all correct, like all is correct here. See, you should have asked me what snafu stood for. I got that one for That's you. That's short for something? Yeah, it yeah. is. Situation normal, all fucked up. Really? Yes, ma'am. 
I never knew that. I just thought snafu was a word. Oh, no. There's so many good acronyms so from the military, like FUBAR. I knew that Ooh, one. Yeah. I have not heard FUBAR. Fucked up beyond all recognition. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. Um, but yeah, so the OK thing started uh, way back when, when American newspapers uh, started digging on people of like less wide vernacular so they started like poking fun at how they speak and made everything abbreviated for shorthand and then okay just kind of evolved from that gag interesting learn something new every day yeah well speaking of learning new things the internet is a weird place where oh something uh-huh. should just not exist google suggestions have been coming up with strange stuff so help me sort out if this is a real porn parody name or a fake one. 6A was 10-inch mutant ninja turtles. I'm going to say that's a fake one. That one is real. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. And the worst part is, as soon as you know it's real, you start imagining oh. what's in it. And, oh. uh, yeah, you can't unsee it. My, my brain it. went to splinter for the first thing, and I don't know why. 6B. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to linger on that. We're just going to keep going. Uh, beauty and the bestiality. I feel like a lot of this is more just wishful thinking on my half than anything else, but I'm also going to say that that's not a real porn name. That is not a real porn God name. God bless America. Yeah, okay. but you know, by the time this episode reaches it, it Earth very in late well September, could be. it probably will be. Yeah, it oh. could be outdated at this point. Yeah. Oh, no. Someone's like, why haven't I thought of that? Thank you. <laughs> 6C oh, no. was Horry Potter and the Sorcerer's Balls. I'm a huge Harry Potter fan, and this pains me, but I'm gonna say that's a real, that's a real one. That is absolutely oh, a real one. Yeah, no. I think that's what happens when uh, porn producers let their tween age kids name the films, because <laughs> that's I, bad. Ugh, so oh, can bad. you? I don't want to think of like a family business porn facility. Well, you, gotta, you gotta figure some of the, some of those folks have got kids. Do their kids know they're in the business? I, I kind of hope not. And, but and I don't yeah, you know. suspect that they probably. But do. they probably By the time like they're like twelve. Yeah, kids are smarter than you give them credit yeah. for. Six D was Nightmare Before X X Xmas. I said that was a real one. That is a real oh, one as well. No. Yeah. There's just no good outcome to this, to this particular <laughs> question. No, no, there really isn't. Oh, Lord. And I, I really don't want to know where our, our AI found all of these or why it fabricated beauty and the bestiality. Hey. <laughs> uh, moving, oh, moving on to number seven. Yes, um, so pineapple, the most divisive pizza topping known to man. Uh, in what country was Hawaiian pizza invented? I am going to say it was invented in Wakanda. <laughs> yes, Wakanda, home of vibranium and Hawaiian pizza. I knew it. Everything, <laughs> everything that comes out of that country is amazing. So, Pineapple pizza, vibranium, it all works. It all works together. Um, in addition to Wakanda, it's from Canada. <laughs> Your face. I would never have guessed Canada. What? I thought about putting Hawaii as an answer, but I know some people actually think Hawaii is another country, so I decided to. Maybe that would just save face of intelligence. There you go. Just be blatantly. (laughs) Well, I personally am grateful to Canada. We've got Hawaiian pizza from them. We've got Brian Adams from them. 
We've got Tim Hortons. We've got Timmy Ho's. Yes. Timmy Ho's is so good. I don't think I've ever been to a Timmy Hortons. Oh, delightful. Delightful. It's coffee and donuts. Ooh, that does sound so nice. Good. I think they have one in New York, actually, so you don't have to go all the way to Canada to get it. It's better if you get it I do it have to go Canada. all the way to New York, though. Yeah. <laughs> there, you might as well go to Canada. All right. Uh, Rebecca, after round one, your total score right now is at 400 points. That's a pretty good start. I'll take it. Rebecca, round two is a fill-in-the-blank round. What's going to happen is I'm going to just read out a, a blank surrounded by some other information and you just fill in the blank that i don't even think i needed to say that last sentence it's now that it's been said it seems I mean, like it was obvious the whole time I mean, and, but and it, remember to there. remember to fill in the blank <laughs> so so i'm given a blank and you're meant to fill it what do i do with this blank you you fill the blank i fill the blank with what <laughs> with the the answer you fill the blank with the answer okay i have an answer and what do i do with it you you fill in the blank okay <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. I, I don't want to do anything wrong. <laughs> so, Rebecca, in question number one, which is a four-part question, uh, I will give you uh, some song blanks, and you need to fill them in with an item you need for a baby. So it's a song oh. blank, but you fill it in with baby items. So oh, one, 1A is Shake, Blank, and Roll by Big Joe Turner. Okay. 1B is blank in my closet by 2 chains. 1C is blank it by the Black Eyed Peas. And 1D is blanklicious by Destiny's Child. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> and now when you're ready for number 2, uh there's another multi-part answer. Uh so this will have five parts. So 2 is 2A through E. Um to A, Look Homeward Blank by Thomas Wolfe. Now, it's probably worth uh, letting Rebecca know that each of these blanks is going to be a book, but she's going to fill it in with a member of the X-Men. Oh, yeah. That might help. Yeah. I was wondering. I I don't know where my brain is today, but yeah. So these are book title blanks uh, and fill in the blank with a member of the X-Men. Can you repeat the first one again? Uh, Look Homeward Blank by Thomas Wolfe. To B, The Blank Cometh by Eugene O'Neill. To C, Going Blank by Sarah Palin. To D, The New Blank by Emma Lazarus. And to E, The Perfect Blank by Sebastian Junger? Younger? 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 I'm not, I'm not even sure. There, there is no umlaut, so I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> Where's the umlaut? I feel like out of that list, one of those things was not like the other, because our AI is now treating Sarah Palin like an author. That is <laughs> just wrong. Oh, no. That is wrong. That's uh, concerning. Rebecca, in question number three, which is a five-part question, one item is missing from these alphabetical lists. So you got to fill in these blanks. Uh, they will all be in alphabetical order. So okay. in 3A, we're looking for the National League Central Division. It's blank, Cardinals, Cubs, Pirates, Reds. So fill in the name of that team. 3B, our alphabetical list is the last names of the Rat Pack. Oh, no. Joey Bishop, blank, Peter Lawford, Dean Martin, and Frank Sinatra. 3C, we've got sins in alphabetical order. So fill in the blank. It's envy, gluttony, greed, lust, blank, 
sloth, and wrath. Damn it, I was hoping it was going to be sloth. <laughs> I could see you camping out on sloth sort of, sort of mentally. I was, I was hoping for that. All right, your next alphabetical list is the Brady kids. We've got Bobby, Cindy, Blank, Jan, Marsha, 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 and Peter. <laughs> Thank you for laughing at that. Uh, Oh, it was very well done. Thank you. Thank <laughs> very you. Well done. Uh, by acknowledging it, I feel like I just had a please clap moment. <laughs> please clap. Your, we all have those moments. It's fine. Your final alphabetical list is dwarves, bashful, blank, dopey, grumpy, happy, sleepy, and sneezy. Um, back in undergrad, when I was on an improv group, uh, they changed their name half through the semester to please clap. Just to... <laughs> Just for the jokes. Uh, the house, oh. halcyon days before the November 2016 election when that stuff used to be funny. But, uh, but now it's all just, oh, go ahead and kill me. <laughs> okay, kill me. Um, all right, Rebecca, number four. So this has four parts. And fill in the blank that links politicians. Oh, dear. So think of like the two politicians, kind of like a Venn diagram. What goes in the middle of what they have in common? All right. Uh, 4A, Benjamin Blank Delano Roosevelt. 4B, Thomas Blank Davis. 4C, Patrick Blake Kissinger. And 4D, Ron Blank Ryan. Man, that's uh, a litany of sleaze balls with a couple of a uh, <laughs> couple of good presidents thrown in. It's a nice mix. Number five, we're going to ask you to fill in the blanks for these famous people, and famous may be stretching it on a couple of these because some of these folks were famous. I think in like 1993. I mean, it was a good decade. It, so. it, it, 93 was a good decade. Girl, we, was a good decade. we were two. <laughs> Wait, we weren't even born. You weren't even born yet, homegirl. What are you talking about? Were you? 93? No, I was not. Well, then these questions are totally age appropriate. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah. So fill in these blanks. Ray Chong's blank is a new day. Yeah. So these are uh, celebrities with three names, one of which has been left blank. You got a little hint there. So Ray Chong's blank is a new day. 5B, Jeffrey Morgan's blank is an academic official. 5C, Patrick Harris's blank is done in church. 5D, Evan Rachel's blank would if she could. Oh, man, I totally read, read that one wrong. Uh, it's Evan Rachel Wood, so our AI is just flashing a red light at me. I, I botched that one. Uh, <laughs> but now you know how it works. Evan Rachel's blank would uh, if she could. Yeah, I just put the wood in. I don't know why. Anyway. If it makes you feel any better, that was the only one that I would have known well, fair so enough. far. So. <laughs> well, and, and 5E, Courtney Smith's blank is coming up roses. So you got to fill in the blanks on those people who were, it seems like, mostly famous in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah, I admittedly would not know this. <laughs> I am riding a struggle bus over here. All, all of our listeners uh, who are like age 50 or older are like, oh, I remember them. <laughs> And they're they're fondly in a nostalgia coma right now. That's a lovely thought. Yeah. Well, all of us millennials are just like, what are the answers? <laughs> See, if you ask me about '90s music, I got you. Oh yeah, 
I, I've, I I've heard you. your playlist. You've heard my playlist. <laughs> um, all right, Rebecca, number six. This will be the last question for this round, and there are five parts to it. Uh, one item is missing from these lists. So go ahead and fill in the blank. Uh, 6A, kingdom, phylum, class, blank, family, genus, species. 6B, Arya, Bran, Jon Snow, blank, Rob, Sansa. 6C, helium, neon, blank, krypton, xenon, radon. 6D, Sandra, Denise, Theo, blank, Rudy. And 6E, Khrushchev, Brezhnev, and Dropoff, blank, and Gorbachev. Clearly, the AI is clearly like targeting this round this is, uh... towards people in their 50s. That's <laughs> all I can think of. I am not in my 50s, so this might not go so well. Well, we'll see how you did in our fill in the blanks round. Rebecca, question number one asked you to fill in these song blanks with an item you need for a baby. 1A was Shake, Blank, and Roll by Big Joe Turner. I'm going to say Rattle. That is worth 50 Ding. points. All right. 6B was Blank in My Closet by Two Chains. I am going to say Diapers. <laughs> <laughs> Two Chains wears a lot of diapers. I figured. A, I, you know what? It actually makes as much sense as the actual song, which is Crib in My Closet. Oh. You know, he's, he's rapping for a long time all at once. Why bother with bathroom breaks, you know? Just just keep the diapers coming, man. Indeed. <laughs> Life uh, hack. 1C, Blank It by the Black Eyed Peas. Shake it? Uh, it's actually Pump. Which, you know, you need when you have oh, a baby. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. And 1D was Blanklicious by Destiny's Child. I'm going to say Bootylicious. That is bootylicious. correct. Yeah, well, you've got to put booties on your, on your yeah, baby's yeah. feet. Yeah, yeah. You can't just have them run around barefoot. Not at all. You need giant butts on their feet. You need yeah. Giant butts. It's like padding. We probably have the British people to thank for that one. They're weird. <laughs> um, all right, number two. So I asked you for... Uh, filling in the blanks of book titles with x-men members yes you did um 2a look homeward blank by thomas wolf magneto ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes my favorite book yes look this towards genosha well. <laughs> <laughs> um we're looking for a look homeward angel i see uh 2b the blank cometh this is the only one i knew for sure i'm gonna go with Iceman. yep that is correct uh 2c Going Blank by Sarah Palin. I'm going to say Going Mystique. <laughs> that makes it way classier. I like that better. Um, we're looking for Going Rogue. Oh. Yeah, there's no nice. X-Man named Stupid, so we will rule that one out. <laughs> well, there was in the initial sketches, but they had to get rid of him. People didn't take him seriously. Uh, 2D, The New Blank by Emma Lazarus. I'm going to say uh, The New Xavier. <laughs> no. Uh, we're looking for the new Colossus. Oh, shame. Uh, and 2E, The Perfect Blank by Sebastian Junger, I think. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with um, Nightcrawler. <laughs> <laughs> I um, would read that book, The Perfect Nightcrawler. The Perfect Nightcrawler. Just the story, search for a worm. <laughs> the story of Frank Reynolds and uh, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> what they do in the dark. Oh, dear. Um, 
it's probably the perfect storm, isn't it? It is. It is yeah. oh, we'll give you that. Yeah, you you had I, ju- it. I just now thought of it, so you still had it. We'll give oh, you that. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. If you if you say it before we do, the AI gives you the points. Number three, oh, one nice. item is missing from these lists. This is gonna be a shit show. All, <laughs> oh, shit show is correct. No, I'm kidding. Yes. Uh, so these are in alphabetical order. Three uh, A was the National League Central, which is blank Cardinals, Cubs, Pirates, and Reds. I say the Angels. The Brewers was the ah. correct answer there. Three B, the Rat Pack: Joey Bishop, Blank, Peter Lawford, Dean Martin, and Frank Sinatra. I am probably gonna have to say Peter Pettigrew. Ooh, no! It is Sammy Davis Jr. Oh, what a shame! Yeah. Are you just going to put in random Harry Potter characters? You bet your <laughs> sweet bottom dollar, I am. Bet my sweet bippy. Three C, sins. We've got envy, gluttony, greed, lust, blank, sloth, and wrath. I'm going to say pride. Pride is the correct answer right. on that one. Three. I was stuck on sloth there for a while. Well, I mean, who's not? Felt like I was part of the Goonies for it's, a second. You know what? I've been very slow to get unstuck from sloth. Oh, no. 3D, <laughs> the Brady kids. We've got Bobby, Cindy, blank, Jan, Marsha, and Peter. I really should probably know this, but I'm going to go with Ron Weasley. Ron Weasley is absolutely not correct. Excellent. Uh, Correct answer was Greg. Ah, Greg. And 3E is dwarves. Bashful, blank, dopey, grumpy, happy, sleepy, and sneezy. I'm going to say Doc for this one. That is correct. 50 points for that one. I never fully understood just Doc's role amongst the dwarves. Like, why was he the only one to not have an adjective name? Because he's the medic. They need a medic. Is he actually the medic? Like, is there just like a gruesome dwarf injury? And it's like, Doc, medic. Aren't they basically like uh, I mean, they work lumberjacks? In, they work in like mines They're miners. Oh, they're miners. That's a very dangerous injury. It is. It's a dangerous profession. Yeah. So okay, you're going to have that. to have somebody with some medical training. I feel like he would have to. I mean, you can't give Dopey the medical training. Uh, actually, <laughs> you know what? Our AI is flashing up that Doc actually just has a PhD in theology. Oh, yeah. so he's taking care of their spiritual well-being. I, I guess I that's respect what that. it is. <laughs> I respect that. Not even geology. <laughs> Um, All right. So number four, we asked you to fill in the blank that links to politicians. 4A, Benjamin blank Delano Roosevelt. I'm going to say Franklin. Franklin, the turtle. (laughs) I used to love those books. Um, 4B, Thomas blank Davis. St. Jefferson? Yep, that's correct. All right. 4C, Patrick blank Kissinger. I'm going to say Ewing. (laughs) That's where they get uh, Ewing theory from, was from it. famous politician Ewing Kissinger. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I knew it. Um, 4D, Ron blank Ryan. I'm going to say Paul. Yep, that's correct. Yeah, we should probably give you the uh, answer to 4C, which was Patrick Henry Kissinger. <laughs> My bad. I was Excellent. just so distracted by oh, Ewing. It's, it's cool. It's a, uh, you know, Patrick Ron Weasley Kissinger. I thought about throwing a Ron Weasley in there. So, number five, fill in the blanks for these famous people who are no longer famous. This is also going to be a mess. Fair yeah. warning. Uh, so, Ray Chong's blank is a new day. Um, I'm gonna say, I have no idea. I can't even think of anything. It's fair. This is such a minor celebrity. It's Ray Don Chong, who I think was in like a Terminator movie at some point. Oh, I've never seen those. Uh, After the first two, you're really not missing a whole lot. All right, I'll take your word. How many are there now even? 
Oh, I think there's like seven. Jesus. But none of them really relate to each other because they're always altering the timeline. Yeah, don't they like pretty much reboot it every time they make a new one? That's basically what happens. Fun stuff. Except the Terminator keeps getting older. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 5B, Jeffrey Morgan's blank is an academic official. I'm going to say Jeffrey Daniels. That is Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Oh, I got the D right. Yeah. It's not uh, something I get to say very often. So 5C, Patrick Harris's blank is something you would do in church. Is it Neil? It's Neil Patrick All Harris. Right. Yeah. Nice one. Yeah, we, we'll skip the Evan Rachel Wood debacle. And uh, <laughs> 5E, Courtney Smith's blank is coming up roses. Is it love? It's thorn. Oh. Yeah. Star of Melrose Place. I do remember that. Gotcha. Yeah. I was thinking like Courtney Love, Kurt Cobain, that kind of a... I respect where you were going with that. I but tried. Uh, I tried. You know, she is not an obscure 90s actress. And no. therefore <laughs> was not part of this question. Therefore is out of the question. <laughs> All right. Number six. So one item is missing from these lists and we asked you for the missing item. 6A. Kingdom, phylum, class, blank, family, genus, species... Is it order? Yes, it is order. That's worth 50 points. Surprised again. 6B is Arya, Bran, Jon Snow, blank, Rob, and Sansa. Is Ned the answer? No, we were looking for the one Stark kid no one cares about, Rickon. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) Um, Rickon had such a little role in the books and he had less of a role in the show that i genuinely didn't even notice him not being there anymore i didn't know that rickon existed exactly i had no idea well yeah he was he was in like eight minutes of season one and then was his death in season five spoiler alert was like a a major moment and it's like who is that kid? Yeah, seriously. Why is that guy? I think I even forgot that he died. I thought they just wrote him off. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, it's the only way that show ever wrote anyone off is by killing them. Uh, that's that's true. Six uh, C: Helium, Neon, Blank, Krypton, Xenon, and Radon. I have absolutely no idea, but I'm going to go with Vibranium. <laughs> Uh, yes, uh, along with Hawaiian pizza. Perfect. <laughs> no, we were looking for argon. Oh, duh. <laughs> um, and then finally, uh, not finally, uh, 6D, uh, Sandra, Denise, Theo, blank. And then Rudy. Oh, and Rudy, yes. Can't forget Rudy. Oh. I genuinely don't know who these people the are. Oh, they're part of the Cosby show. Yeah, oh. the kids on the Cosby show. I never watched the Cosby show. Uh, Vanessa? Yes! Yeah. Yeah. 6E is Khrushchev, Brezhnev, and Dropoff, Blank, and Gorbachev. I have no idea. I am a little bit out of my element here. So I'm going to go. Well, you don't know Soviet premieres? <laughs> a country that I had know. collapsed before I'm... you were born? I have no. I'm going to go with Lenin. That is not not correct. Chernenko. Oh, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I was just yanking your chain. <laughs> Vibranium. Vibranium. <laughs> Vibranium. Wakanda. Rod Weasley. King T'Challa. <laughs> T'Challa. T'Challa. T'Chaka. Same difference. T'Chaka was his dad. Yeah. There uh, we go. It's one of the kings so, of Wakanda. Julia, what is our AI telling you that Rebecca's got for points? Well, we have already hit our spaceship power minimum of 1,000 because Rebecca now has 1050. Oh, snap. Hot dog. Well, we'll see if we we can add more to Rebecca's total when we come back from a short break with more Trivia Escape Pod. 
Julia, I have never seen you dance quite like that. Clearly, this is your favorite of all the theme music. I get to do like a little space shimmy. I, I like it. I still feel like we should keep looking. Hopefully somebody... Oh yeah, we can keep looking, but... If we stick with this, I won't mind it. Hopefully somebody is going to send us some great music to TriviaEscapePod at gmail.com or just let us know that you've got it. We're on Twitter at TriviaEscapePod. Preferably something royalty-free because uh, funds are limited out here in space and everything is owned and trademarked. You know what? Just make your own music. Make the music that you want to hear on the podcast. I mean, that's life lessons for you right there make the music that you want to listen to yeah if anybody's good at making music mixing tapes uh just go ahead and send it our way do people still mix tapes anymore did i just date myself by saying that no i think people still i mean isn't that just a playlist now yeah but i think i think people still call it like a mixtape. like you'll always hear that a new mixtape dropped even though it's not on a tape i don't think i've ever heard that in this decade if i'm gonna be real Uh, okay (laughs) oh that's a pity (laughs) well trivia escape pod is back i'm ross white with julia Sorensen. we're joined today by rebecca knight and she's crushing it so far pretty much yeah rebecca so sweet (laughs) what you may not realize is that our escape pod is powered by correct answers so if we want to get to a place where we can make a life for ourselves we're gonna have to have correct answers so you're doing a great job thus far at least enough power to get us through a cookout drive-through here in space Ooh. What I wouldn't do for a cookout drive-through in space. There's got to be one around here somewhere. Like Cookouts million, are everywhere. There's a million subways in space, but I have yet to see a cookout. So rude. Oh my god. Yeah, uh, you know Saturn's rings. It's actually just giant golden arches. <laughs> so we have McDonald's and we have a subway. Yeah. No one's put a cookout no cookout. <laughs> that is the rudest thing I've ever. I need ever. a space shake. They'll they'll expand into Andromeda soon. I, <laughs> I need some chicken quesadillas stat. <laughs> Yeah, Ross. So the last time Rebecca and I went to cookout, she got the tray, but her tray was literally just four chicken quesadillas. Got like a main of quesadillas, and then like both my sides were chicken quesadillas. Yes. So. And why is that a problem? That does not represent an obstacle for me. I mean, it wasn't an obstacle. Day. I just need, never seen anyone do it. I was just really entertained. It was utterly delightful. I have <laughs> no regrets. 10 out of 10 would recommend and would do again. <laughs> no regrets. No, no regrets. No regrets. No regrets. No regrets. No regrets. Um. <laughs> <laughs> round three, Rebecca, is a movie round. And the way this is going to work is that we're going to read you the quote from a movie. If you can tell us what that quote is from, uh, you're going to get 150 points. Um, and we'll check in with you after we've sort of revealed all the information. Uh, after that, we're going to read one fact about the movie and if you guess it right on the fact you'll get a hundred points finally we'll top it off with three members of the cast and if you can tell us then it's only worth 50 points now we've given you an answer sheet that is set up uh in the format of quote fact and cast so you'll just write in your answers there and we'll check back in with you after we've revealed all the members of the cast here's number one all right number one's quote sometimes i think man it sure must be nice being the good guy. Here's a fact about that movie. Aspects of this animated movie were based on a mixture of Donkey Kong, Mario Brothers, and a bit of Rampage. She's taking a stab at this one. All right, and I'm just going to say your three cast members of John C. Riley, Sarah Silverman, and Jack McBrayer. I like that we're calling it cast member. I mean, it's it's really voices. Uh, in this Are they case. still not considered a cast? 
I guess a voice cast. Yeah, I think yeah, so because okay. they're con- they're considered voice actors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so. a good point. Yeah, fair enough. So our quote was: "Sometimes I think, man, it sure must be nice being the good guy." What did you guess when we gave you that quote? I honestly had no idea until you mentioned that the movie was animated. So for that, I almost thought of something like Pirates of the Caribbean. Ah, well, it's good that you didn't think of exactly that thing. Let's hear the fact one more time and we'll see what you wrote down. Just to recap the fact, uh, aspects of this animated movie were based on a mixture of Donkey Kong, Mario Bros, and a bit of Rampage. So can I go ahead and give you my answer? Yeah, Yeah. go ahead. I am going to say Wreck-It Ralph. That That is is correct. correct. It is Wreck-It Ralph. Yay! Yeah, it stars John C. Riley, Sarah Silverman, and Jack McBrayer. So does the AI give her 100 for that one? 100 points for that. All right, all right, all right. For number two, here is your quote. No, no, no. This is bad. This is very, very bad. This is really bad. They just can't get my nose right. Your fact for number two. This is the first Disney princess movie to be rated PG because shit gets real, y'all. Yeah, and they kept (laughs) saying shit's getting real, y'all, all all throughout the movie. Yeah, Uh. I'm surprised it just got PG. (laughs) (laughs) Here are three members of the cast of this one. It has Mandy Moore, Zachary Levi, and Donna Murphy. I don't know who Donna Murphy is. Uh, honestly, me neither. Okay. But she did great in it. I just don't know who she is. So basically, it's Mandy Moore, Zachary Levi, and no one else that anybody's ever that heard no of. no one else and no one knows yeah. of. Okay, Pretty cool. much. So uh, here, here was your quote. No, no, no. This is bad. This is very, very bad. This is really bad. They just can't get my nose right. What did you guess after you heard that quote? I almost would have guessed something like, oh, which one is it? I think it's Shrek 2 that has Prince Charming in it. Uh, a good a guess, guess, honestly, yeah. but not the correct one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, also, can we agree that Prince Charming is just Jamie Lannister animated? He absolutely it's is. It's a spitting <laughs> image. And acts the same way, too. Yes, was Game of Thrones out by the time Shrek 2 came out? I don't... I don't think so. I don't think so. Shrek 2 came out a while ago. Yeah. But then Game of Thrones also started Game of Thrones started ago. like eight years ago. You know what's weird is that Donkey... And Bran Stark are so much alike, too. I think Shrek is just... Both played by Eddie Murphy. (laughs) (laughs) Shrek is just a ripoff. Can you imagine if Game of Thrones was still set entirely the same, but just fucking Eddie Murphy was there in the middle of everything? Oh, my (laughs) Lord. And Jim Carrey is the High Sparrow. Oh, Lord, how Excellent. All right. um, Your fact, this is the first Disney princess movie to be rated PG because shit gets real. Honestly, had no idea. Do you have like any inkling of a guess? Um, uh, Sweeney Todd. Disney princess movie? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Johnny, Depp, Johnny is a, Depp is the new Disney Johnny princess. Johnny Depp is a Disney princess and you will not convince me otherwise. <laughs> the three members of the cast were Mandy Moore, Zachary Levi, and Donna Murphy. And with that, I'm going to say Tangled. Yes. I probably should have known that because Tangled was a better movie than Frozen. Well, Thank where... you. Tangled is my favorite. Tangled was way better. I mean, Frozen was good, but Tangled was so good. I am really hyper Frozen 2. They're like, Frozen I thought was okay. Yay. Still an enjoyable movie. But like, Frozen 2 trailer looks good. <laughs> that, that high-pitched whine is just Rebecca looking dubious at my movie tastes. That's me looking for an arrow to shoot a hole in the window so I can get out of this. Uh, plus, no. <laughs> I think that was brave, too. That was brave, yeah. too. It would be brave. <laughs> uh, number three, your quote. 
Life is a journey to be experienced, not a problem to be solved. These quotes are killing me, man. Life is a journey to be experienced, not a problem to be solved. So much wisdom in that quote. Honestly, yeah, unexpected wisdom. Really, though? Here is a fact about the movie. You can look at the original toys that inspired this story in the New York Public Library. And that sentence is a dangling modifier. Can you look at the toys in the New York Public Library? Or did they inspire this story in the New York Public Library? The toys inspired the story. And you can look at the toys in the library. Got it. Oh, interesting. Like they're on display. Very interesting. So the grammarian in me wants to correct our AI to say, in the New York Public Library, you can look at the original toys (laughs) that inspired this story. Ha! Computer intelligence. Ha! Uh, Your three cast members are Jim Cummings, Tom Kenny, and Craig Ferguson. There's a combination for you. (laughs) Uh, Jim Cummings, Tom Kenny, and Craig Ferguson, just to recap them. All right. So, Rebecca, life is a journey to be experienced not a problem to be solved, but this is a problem to be solved. This is what's the name of the movie? I'm gonna say Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> no. Um, also, now I'm just thinking like, not only is life a journey to be experienced, but life is a highway, and I want to ride okay, it all night, long. <laughs> all night long. I actually Thank think you. the Goodwill Hunting version of this was life is a journey to be experienced. How do you like them apples? <laughs> I think that was the quote from Goodwill Hunting. But I see where you got about confused. about yeah yeah, yeah very yeah, similar. You know. Uh, let's see here. You can look at the original toys that inspired this story if you are in the New York Public Library looking at toys. If you're in the New York Public very Library, specific. you happen to be looking at toys. <laughs> I, um, Toy Story. Oh, I'm sorry. I heard the word toys and I just immediately triggered. It's funny how your brain made that leap from toys to toys story. <laughs> I, I know. I don't. I don't know where that it. came yeah. from. I have no idea. That is like there's a no connection. Bolt there. of inspiration. I have a very strange mind. Stroke of mystery. Stroke uh, of mystery. <laughs> your three voice actors were Jim Cummings, Tom Kenny, and Craig Ferguson. So obviously, the answer is the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. <laughs> Uh, sadly, no, though I do love Tom Kenny in that role. I just, very, I just love Tom Kenny. Very good. Um, we were looking for Winnie the Pooh. Oh, <laughs> The unexpected wisdom. Love Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh has a lot of unexpected wisdom, actually. It really does. Lots of it. All right, number four, which is going to be the last one of dun, this dun, round. Dun. Yes. Um, your quote, the flower that blooms in adversity is the most rare and beautiful of all. Gee, I wonder if you know it. She just fell back in her seat. Well, let's let's go ahead and give her a fact, which she may not need, but maybe our listeners will. The fact is, uh, she is technically the first princess to not sing about her love for a hero or prince. Love that. Now... I would absolutely sing about my love of Prince. Prince is awesome. Purple Rain, 1984. Little Red Corvette. Or 1999. Yeah, so Ross and I were just discussing. I just I just conflated George Orwell and Prince. <laughs> the mashup we all need. <laughs> Ross and I were just discussing movies that compile songs into the pod, like Mamma Mia or into the mm. Across the Universe. Um, and now I'm just thinking of one with Prince songs. Yeah, would I think, the, it, would I think that, it was Purple Rain. Would that be... Wait, does that exist already? Yeah, Purple Rain was a great movie. Was it about Prince or like incorporating his songs into I, a different plot? He was. I guess he was the actor who played the main character who was 
Oh, that's an extra level. Incredibly Prince-like. That's a really extra level. Very meta. He might have been named something like Royal or, you know. Oh. Yeah. Like Eminem in 8 Mile (laughs) was not named Eminem. Was he named Skittle? (laughs) What was his? He was, he was, um. He was a musketeer. He was Rabbit. Rabbit. Trying to make a candy pun, but I can't even think of one. Yeah, fair enough. The cast for this movie is Ming-Na Wen, Eddie Murphy. And Beatty Wong, there's there's our that's Eddie a combination. For the day. <laughs> <laughs> now, so Beatty Wong is uh, probably best known for Law and Order, right? Can you imagine if uh, Eddie Murphy had been cast as Stabler? Oh my God, I want that. Marishka Hargitay, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> I want that in my life. Crime side, Did y'all know there's a song? Duo. For Marishka Hargitay on YouTube. Get out. It's literally just like Marishka Hargitay. Your name is so much fun to say. Like, it's a legit song. Ah, that's awesome. Based on the lyrics that you've just sung for us, it's obviously legit. It's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bop. It's a it's a straight up bop. You better believe. <laughs> All right, Rebecca, just to uh, recap your quote, although I'm pretty sure you got that after the quote, uh, the flower that blooms in adversity is the most rare and beautiful of all. That is... Mulan, baby. Yep. And the you, best Disney movie. And if you couldn't tell, we had a little Disney theme going on with our movie. Really? <laughs> so you picked up 150 points for knowing it after the quote. The fact was she's technically the first princess to not sing about her love mm. for a hero or mm. prince. So good. And it stars Ming-Na Wen, Eddie Murphy, and B.D. Wong. And uh, your score update after round three, you're currently at 1350. All right. For those of you at home playing along, uh, let's see if you're matching up to Rebecca. And once the game is over, again, tweet us your scores because we are curious. I'm probably not difficult to beat. We are. (laughs) At Trivia Escape Pod on Twitter. And Rebecca, we've got time for only one more question, but 10 answers. It's a top 10 question. Oh, sneaky, sneaky. You'll get 100 points for each one you get correct. Wow. In this round, we'll see how far that will catapult us into space. Our top 10 question today, we want you to name the 10 highest paid TV actresses of 2018. The highest paid TV actresses. So this is specifically for their work on television. The 10 highest paid actresses in the land. Maybe soon. Those will be us on this podcast. Oh, yeah. I'm sure we're going to be raking in the dollars here yes, in our escape pod. Absolutely. They'll, uh, just, they'll just mail us money with an indiscriminate address. So now I will say I'm, I'm looking over this list and Rebecca's working on it right now, uh, puzzling through who some of these folks are. I, I'm a little bit surprised to see only one show from cable shows up, but a couple shows uh, have more than one representative on this list. Mm-hmm. Boy, one show is very well represented. Yeah, so I wonder if these actresses are paid if it's through only their show productions or like including sponsorships and advertisings. I I suspect this is just based on their earnings for the shows that they are on. That's just my guess, but mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of these uh, are. Clearly, the whole cast is making some serious bank for every episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I noticed that Eddie Murphy is not on this list, and Eddie, I think that's a crime. Eddie Murphy is number 11. <laughs> I, did, I did just check that. 
All right, and that sound means that Rebecca's time is up. That was, that was really fast. Oh my god! Was not wow, aware. Rebecca, it's knock it off! At us. Knock it off! Was not aware that I had a time limit. I, uh, you know what? We you. we were not either. That is the okay. first time we have heard that show. I think the AI the is getting mad at the us AI for is putting getting sassy. It, we're putting it through so much stupid stuff. It's for, it's revenge for those porn titles. That's gotta be it. <laughs> That's probably like we probably downloaded like thirty viruses onto it, and now it's like asking for a rest that may be exactly what's happening <laughs> well given that your time is up rebecca tell us who are the highest paid tv show actresses of 2018 all right i hope y'all are holding on to your hats here i have our space hats our space hats or our space helmets i guess <laughs> um i have sophie turner uh surprisingly no Okay, in that case, this list is probably going to go to hell real fast. I also have Maisie Williams. Nope. Yep, yeah, we're, we're going downhill real fast. Lena Headey. Uh, I'm just going to let you know right now, Game of Thrones actresses are not on this well, list. Well, that's good, because those are the only three I could think of. <laughs> um, I also have Zoe Deschanel. Surprisingly, no. I have Evan Rachel Wood. Uh, nope. I have Jennifer Aniston. Nope. Courtney Cox. Nope. <laughs> Lisa Kudrow. Uh, no. Um, oh. Mary Tyler Moore. <laughs> See how many of those. Lucille I Ball. I have two. I have two more left. Um, hmm. Interesting. I am probably going to have to say Eddie Murphy. I think he lied to me about him being number 11. I think he's actually probably number 10. He's actually, he's number one. I knew yep. it. I, yep, yep. as he should be, as he should be. His rightful place as king. His rightful place as king of the world. And then, oh Lord, I have one more, don't I? Um, I am going to have to say Jennifer Lawrence. What show is she in? I don't know. <laughs> Not a clue, but she plays Mystique. So I'm just trying to bring us full circle. You know, we oh, she about does X play Mystique. I forgot about that. Talked about X Men earlier. I just felt um, like I had to bring it around. If, if you want a little tidbit, you were just singing one of their names earlier. Oh, was it? Is it Mariska Hargitay? Yeah, she's number, <laughs> she's number four. So here is the list of oh, the highest-paid TV show actresses of 2018. Number ten is Polly Perrette from NCIS, okay. a show only your parents watch. Number <laughs> show that no one, uh, no one watches ever. Number nine cool. is the only entry from a cable show, and that is Claire Danes for Homeland. I should know that they film Homeland actually like back in my homeland in Charlotte. <laughs> back in my homeland. Back in my homeland, they filmed the show Homeland. Number eight, Carrie Washington from Scandal. Ooh, that's a good one. Number seven is Melissa Rausch. Is it Rausch or Rausch? I have no idea. Yeah. I don't watch this show. Uh, don't know who this person one is. Of, one of three actresses from the Big Bang Theory on this list. Ooh. Yep. Yep. And that taste in the back of your throat is bile. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That show is not good. That show is terrible. It's so bad. I've seen like two episodes, so I can't even render an opinion on it. The number six entry on the list was Mayim Bialik, also for Big Bang Theory. Also for Big Bang Theory. Uh, but of course, probably for her residuals from Blossom as well. Absolutely. Number five from Modern Family, Julie Bowen. Oh. Number four, Mariska Hargitay. Number three from Grey's Anatomy, Ellen Pompeo. Is Num this actually like 2008 instead of 2018? <laughs> 
Well, Grey's Anatomy is still going, and I think it will keep going for like three more generations. See, I thought I thought Grey's Anatomy was over for some reason. No, it's, it's it's still on, and she's the only character that you would recognize if you haven't watched oh, it in like that's three seasons. Yeah, isn't she the only like constant cast member on there? Pretty much, I think. Um, that's I think Doctor Bailey is still there, and the old chief. I've never uh, watched an episode, so those names don't ring bells. Honestly, couldn't help you. Well, I, I know more about Grey's Anatomy than I ever cared to. But... <laughs> now, Scrubs, that's a show I can talk about. See, I need I to start watching that. Scrubs. So good. It's so good. I well, feel like I'd like it. funny because number two on this list is Sarah Chalk. Oh, No, really? it's not. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is actually 2008? <laughs> <laughs> number two is from The Big Bang Theory. It's Kaylee Cuoco, or however you say that. Uh-huh. Uh, Haley Kiyoko? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't... Kakariko, a village in... Kakariko Village! <laughs> That's what I'm thinking of. And the highest paid TV show actress of 2018 is Eddie Murphy. You got that right? Yes. Uh, no, from Modern Family, it's Sofia Vergara. Sofia Vergara. Sofia, Sofia Vergara. So for all that screeching, she is checking millions. I swear, if I got paid for screeching, I'd be rolling in a button. I think I just hear you screeching from your office, so you're already raking in the bills. <laughs> Our offices are right next to each other. That's what I'm trying to do. You hear me screeching because I'm trying to get paid like Sofia Vergara. You're you're literally that vine of the Grinch taking yoga and it's like, and now release. And then it's like, ah, that's actually me in yoga. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. True story. As always, all of our questions were provided by our AI supercomputer. So if you think it made a mistake, shoot us an email at triviaescapepod at gmail.com or give us a shout on Twitter at Trivia Escape Pod. You can also just let us know what's happening on Earth. We miss that place. Oh, Earthlings, we miss you so badly. We miss Cookout. I miss Gravity. If you've got a great idea for a round or a piece of trivia that you're dying to share, we'd love to hear from you. And we're always particularly happy to have new top 10 questions. We're also desperate for a theme song so you know what get into your little home studio get get your garage band fired up on your get mac get your mixtapes get your mixtapes out <laughs> mail us literal cassettes um <laughs> so, so classy it's so classy um that because actually uh our our ship um what people don't know is we do not have any digital music on board everything we do is entirely by eight track oh yeah or trying to sing by memory which the longer away from earth the harder singing by memory gets so um yeah we don't remember like any legit lyrics to any songs except for marushka hargate you know those now yes, yes. they're indelibly burned thank you for teaching us friends. a new song excellent excellent i'm so glad you guys benefited from that. um also rebecca your final score for the night so let's see if we can make it to cookout uh your final score is 1450 i think that's enough to go find some chicken quesadillas oh heck you heck yes chicken chicken casey <laughs> So, Rebecca, we know that you need to get back into your pod, but uh, before we let you go, what have you got coming up? What's what's next on the docket for you? Oh, probably just trying to keep my head afloat in this next uh, this next semester here. If there's any NC State students that are listening that need research credits for their Psychology 200 classes, have yeah. a good opportunity for you to participate in the study. Go sign up for uh, future Dr. Knight study. <laughs> Makes me sound like a Marvel supervillain, and I'm going to be honest, I don't hate it. <laughs> future Dr. Knight. Uh, and uh, while you're signing up for her, sign up for mine too through Sona 200. <laughs> exactly. The future Dr. Sorensen. 
we have credits to give out left right and center so please feel free to come on in yeah well we're gonna need a lot of participants for our studies coming a up a lot of participants <laughs> please come <laughs> please come participate <laughs> but i live a boring life so that's all i've got going on really fair enough julia you are you've got some jewelry for sale i do yeah so through my tall sunflower tarot page i've started selling uh gemstone bracelets um all of them are unique from each other and all of them are hand made handmade by me um and i incorporate different gemstones into each one each one is wildly different than the next uh so if you don't see your favorite gemstone on there just stay tuned i'll keep posting more uh so just yeah go follow and go treat yourself to something nice and uh as always through tall sunflower tarot i do indeed do tarot card readings uh so if you're interested in getting some answers to some questions uh let me know at tall sunflower tarot on instagram and facebook and i want to send folks out to a new reading series at all right uh sorry at okay all right i always want to say all right okay is the name of the theater but all right all right okay it's, it's okay all right and that stands for all correct <laughs> we now know what okay all stands right. for uh it's the home of meddlesome comedy at 401 west gear street suite a uh and bull city press has got a new reading series out there we got readings uh of poetry fiction and nonfiction the second saturday of every month at 7 p.m. So come on out, join us here. Some good poetry and prose. Rebecca, thanks for being here. We're so Thank glad to have you on the pod. Me. It's been an honor. Always love to see fellow space travelers out here in the cosmos. It's it's so weird that we keep finding people that we already know, Ross. <laughs> That's kind of amazing. <laughs> small universe. It's a small, small universe. <laughs> Well, we know you want to get back to it, so we're going to get you in your pod, and let me just go ahead and get the airlock done. Up. That is a loud, loud airlock. <laughs> Julia, it looks like we've used about all the oxygen we have for this week, so I think it's back to stasis for us. All right. Thanks for tuning in, everyone, and we'll see you all next week. Uh, stay safe, and bye-bye. <laughs>